Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So I wanted to make a quick podcast about the Roan Grown road race. And as I was doing that, I was going splitting up the race a little bit, looking at the file a little bit more. And I thought I might make this video. So some people like uh, watching these types of things. Um, I'm going to share some perspective on what we were thinking about doing. Um, when I say we, I don't know why I said we. I guess I talked to a few different people. I talked to Owen Schott about what he was thinking. You know, for me, this course ends on a seven-mile climb. So, obviously, I don't want to really wait for the climb um, if I'm going to try and win. There was a guy that stayed away a few years ago. He had about a 10-minute gap, I heard, or something like that. Uh, there is a lot of firepower in this race and let me see i should have pulled up the results list but first internet bank was there with about four riders rally with stephen bassett and nate brown uh project echelon um few other like maybe just a tier below those guys in in high quality full full bore killers um a lot of people that this was going to be a tough race. So I wanted to get in a break and I was talking to somebody. I said, well, you know, maybe if I look at this course, maybe I wait and try to get in a break like, you know, down the road here. But with 40 miles left, people aren't going to just, you're not going to get enough time. Um, what I needed was to get in a break where they're not chasing us down and maybe get five minutes, six minutes, and then have a heck of a climb. It's going to be a 30 to 40 minute effort. I think 40, it ended up being more towards 40 for me. Um, we'll get into that, but you know, these guys are going to do over five Watts per kg for 30 plus minutes. Um, Steven, according to Strava, Steven Bassett won the race. He did 400 Watts for 32 minutes. I want to say, from what I looked at, I'm guessing he's around 165, 155. Um, so it's pretty close to five and a half watts per kg at the end of a long day. Really just amazing cyclist. And if you didn't listen to the podcast interview with him, it's one of the earlier ones. Definitely check it out. I really enjoyed that. That's kind of where the term notes from the dojo stems from. So I got to get in a break. I need to get, and hopefully it's the right, you know, right group of people. Maybe I can get in with First Internet Bank. I didn't really want one of the rally guys there because those guys can be so marked. We're not going to get up the road. Um, unless it was me, First Internet, maybe Owen, uh, a couple other strong dudes. Like it had to be the right breaking point. Uh, and then I wouldn't, I wouldn't win, but, you know, maybe I could attack them with, you know, five miles to go, or I don't know, you, you can plan all you want, but I knew I wanted to get in a move. So early on, uh, Raiders were coming. So here's the course. You can see the map down there, right? This is my warm up, And then you go south and we're going to make this loop. And then we're going to make it again. And then we're going to head down. And the mountain really kind of starts here. <laughs> this spoiler alert didn't go well. Um, tried a couple moves here and I broke this up. I ended up getting a break right about there. 
with Owen and two other guys. Uh, was it two other or three other? And we were motoring. I mean, we were there for almost 25 minutes, average 388, 406 normalized. Um, we got pulled back. I'm actually curious who pulled that back, but it happened. I need to get a better, here's the, a better elevation chart. I need the elevation, it's actually not as detailed. What I want to show you guys though is just so here, taking on at 122, it's right as we hit the descent. So we were ripping through that. So I'm like, well, okay. The one thing that sucked was the uh, course map that I downloaded didn't, this, for some reason, the elevation didn't come through. So I was like, that was the whole, I've never downloaded a race course map until yesterday because I wanted to know where exactly these climbs were, how hard to gas it at certain points. Didn't work. So I was super bummed about that. So we all come back together. I'm like, all right, you know what? That was too much work for, for nothing. We didn't get away. I'm going to wait. I just need to have a more opportunistic time to go. A couple guys got away, uh, went up the road, and then... I heard that Jimmy Shermer was up the road, who I've been in a bunch of different breaks and some regional and bigger races. And actually, I, got, I always forget to ask Jimmy. I think we were in the break in nationals in 2012. Um, but anyways, we – so, yeah, so that was the first break. Then I'm going into chill mode. This is the chill mode section. 35 minutes, 180 watts, uh, 247 normalized you know, not really doing much, which is exactly what I want to be doing, conserving as much as possible. Um, as we are coming down here onto this right-hand turn, people started moving up because there's it, you turn and it's like this little climb. So I'm getting into better position and there was just that feeling that was like, this is, this is a good spot to try and bridge. Um, the reason I thought that was they let two groups of two guys go up the road. Um, Nate Brown had been up the road towards the end of when I was trying to get in a break earlier. I couldn't bridge to him and I pulled the plug halfway through because I was like, you know what? If I get with Nate, I don't even know if I can hang with Nate for that long and everyone's going to chase us down. So that, w I don't, I, that was not a smart move. As I said before, I needed a guy from like First Internet Bank to be there or Project Echelon and have the teams that are in the break outnumber the teams that are behind us because the single riders are definitely going to be looking at these bigger teams to do all the work, no, no doubt. Long story short, we turned this corner and I blasted and I was just like, I could see two guys up the road towards the top of the climb and uh, got some distance from the group. They didn't seem... I couldn't, it was hard to tell. And I honestly wasn't too concerned um, or worried about whether they were chasing or not. If they chase, I figured a few people would break away with me, which would be great. If not, all good. Um, so the bridge is 407 normalized for 13 minutes. Um, and you can see it's because it's basically three big surges. This is the surge over the first climb, go down, smash it again and then some little rolly portions. And I get up to the group. So I was actually really happy with that move. I felt good. I didn't feel labored. 
Um, you know, heart rate was average 148. Uh, and right about this time, it's probably starting to get warm. It was a weird temperature. It wasn't, I wouldn't say it was hot, but I felt, I noticed other guys that I eventually got in the break with were sweating and I felt wet. Like my jersey, I was like, I'm definitely sweating a lot. I was drinking a good amount. Um, crushed the nutrition side of things with, uh, it ended up being a five and a half hour day with the ride back to the start line. I had over 500 grams of carbs. So felt good. Got up to Jimmy and which guy was he with? Oh, Will Harden. Uh, so we, so I actually thought those two guys were in the lead, but I was like, where's the moto? It took me 20 minutes to realize that there were two more guys up the road, Michael Bissett and um, I can't remember the other guy's name. Who were we with? Sorry, it's early morning here. <laughs> um, so the second break, we it's about mile 30 to 70 that we ride. And yeah, 30, 70, because that'd be 40 miles, average 305. Zoom in on this. And we're just rolling. Um, worked really well together. Stayed on the gas. I tried not to do too much work, but I definitely wanted to help us and contribute to stay away. Um, everybody worked well together. And this you can see towards the end as we're getting towards the climb. We are all getting a little bit tired. Um, around three hours, I could feel the ride. Three and a half hours, I was like, huh, the heat might be getting to me. I probably needed to be drinking even more. Um, I only, I didn't have a feed zone person. So I used two 30 ounce bottles and a 20 ounce bottle. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I did, did what I could probably could have had another bottle or two. No, I don't know. Would have made a difference. Maybe, maybe not. Um, <laughs> so Michael Bissett is known as I didn't realize that's who it was. Um, I've heard his name here as I just moved to North Carolina. Super great climber. We hit the bottom of the hill. And I will zoom out to show you the entire race here real quick. You're kind of climbing and we're working here well together here. And then it goes up. And him and Will Harden just took off. I could not. I had nothing left. And so... While I had did not, while I did not have grandiose visions of climbing against the climbers, for my size, I'm a pretty decent climber. Um, I can get over the hills. The 40 minute effort though is going to be pretty brutal for me. You got to put out a lot of watts if you weigh 180. And I'm actually down to like 178 right now from cutting sugar um, off the bike. And when I say sugar, I mean any processed sugar. Still eating lots of fruit syrup, honey, etc. but trying to stay away and pretty successfully from artificial sugar. So even at 178, got to put out a lot of watts. I mean, I can't do 440 at that point of the race for 32 minutes, which is what 5.4 watts per kg would be. Knowing that, I don't feel bad that I got in the break. Um, I more, well, I, as I'm saying, well, I didn't have these grandiose visions of beating somebody like, you know, Stephen Bassett or any of the strong climbers that were there. I wanted to finish my best and I ended up climbing 
40 minutes at 320, uh, just slowly faded. I did cramp right around here and I was happy to finish. I was like, okay, it's time to just ease up on this. But, you know, I would have liked to have ridden at 360. Um, I haven't tested in a while, so this is probably a little low. It's still probably about 405 to 415. Um, I think the FRC is a little high. Maybe, maybe not. Um, my coach doesn't do a ton of testing. That could be actually a post on its own. Um, a lot more of by feel and how things play out in a race. I'm not going to dive into that topic because it's a bigger one. Um, but I'd actually be curious here. Let's see. One thing that people used to use a lot, which this doesn't show the anaerobic. Uh, it's going to be too messy. The um, Let's get a good 20 minute in there. Yeah, you can make a case. So it's about 4.05 right now based on yesterday. Um, if you read training and racing the power meter, it's the bin right before it falls off. It's like, hey, you're doing this much and then you're going over the threshold, which is why this decreased. So maybe it is only about 400, but this wasn't a max effort. So I would say if it was max, I would have been dying. So I would say I'm probably about 4.10 FTP still. Um, so yeah, 410, if I could do 360, uh, I just didn't have it. And if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> my mom made me more comfortable with going to this race because I've, I've wanted to do this race since I moved to Tennessee in 2016. 16, 17, 18, and 19, either something for work came up, that's when I was still selling medical devices, or I can't remember all the things, it always like with something was, it would never let me get here. I love climbing. I love super hard, challenging races. I know a lot of really good athletes show up to this race. Um, it's one that on paper I shouldn't win. So it kind of entices me like, Hey, I want to go after this challenge. So I signed up for 2020. Of course, COVID happened. So I got my registration forwarded to this year. So I was just super happy to be there. But my mom sent me this message. I had posted what I posted on Strava, just saying I was a little disappointed that I didn't finish at my best and kind of cracked, uh, or, excuse me, cracked, not kind of cracked. And she said, Hey, I just saw your post on Instagram. Hey, remember you went to the race so you could see how things were there. You knew you weren't ready for the race without riding last week. It sounds like a grueling ride, heart, heart, smiley face. And that's not an excuse, but I was talking to my mom. I was like, you know, I don't know. We were just gone in Utah for a week. I don't want to go and get shelled. And it was so weird. It's like, well, dude, why are you talking yourself out of this race that you wanted to do for so long? Just go do it. And I'm so glad because now I know the course. Now I know the ups and downs. Now I know the loop. And these types of races, living in a mountainous area now in North Carolina, I need to get better at descending. I need to be – It's I find it's very easy to get uncomfortable going in a group very fast if you're not doing it often enough. That's why the first race of the year is always super dicey. Everybody's been training on their own and in small groups. So it was good to do that. And it was super fun to go and see a lot of people there. I greatly appreciate those of you that enjoy the podcast. And you're just like, hey, man, I really enjoy that podcast. It's helped me with X, Y, and Z or whatever. That means so much. You take two minutes when you're busy getting ready for your race just to give us a heads up like, cool, this is working. 
Um, so all in all, super fun day. <laughs> really, the ride back uh, wasn't bad. I was definitely ready to get off the bike like here. This is elapsed time. It was only a five and a half hour ride. Big day. Um, I'm in the new house. No furniture. We're getting there and going for a big ride. Hope you guys have a great day. Let me know if you enjoy these breakdowns. Um, try to do the strat, the pre-race strategy side, the race metrics and execution, and then kind of just how things shake out. And the last thing I guess I would say is you can take a look at these numbers if you want to. If that's, excuse me, your type of thing. It's funny. Boop, boop, boop. Average speed, 9.4 on the climb. Um, but yeah, a good day. And I hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you later.